You're the greatest podcaster alive. You hold the mic the best. You make the best movements. You ask the best questions. You have the best guests. You have the best numbers. Nobody's better than you. You don't need anybody. You're a diamond in the rough. Except that there's no rough or no diamond. But you're number one. You're the greatest. Let's do this. You feel that now? I feel like Rocky in this one, baby. Let's go. Alright, check it. Uh. Blast from the past, back from the future. So if I put the trigger in the past, there's no you and your future. I'm still hustling, still hugging the block. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Rick H. And today I got Bronx native. Rick H, nigga. So, I'm Rick H. So, so, we talking about so, so, so. <laughs> And uh, what was you just saying about Queens? How much you? I retracted love every statement that I was gonna make uh, the second the camera started rolling. BX, grit the pow, nigga. <laughs> What's your favorite part of the Bronx? Is a beautiful place. Don't get me wrong. What's your favorite part of the Bronx? You don't have a favorite part of the Bronx. You're just happy to be alive over there. You're just happy to make Damn. it to another day, bro. <laughs> favorite, wow. pl- favorite place wherever it's safe at. <laughs> That's my favorite place at the time. So not Yankee Stadium. Not. That's the worst place to be at, bro. Yankee Stadium is full traffic, mad cops. There's mm-hmm. no parking, mad brackheads. And they're just trying to get you for tickets. Yo, one time, I was on, I bought, I had tickets to the um, the Eminem and Jay-Z show, right? Wow, stadium to stadium. And I sold my shits. I sold my shits because I bought them at a regular retail price mm-hmm. and that somebody offered me like four times what I paid for them. So I was like, fuck it, I'm going to just sell my shit. I was young, you know what I mean? It was a long time ago. So I bought one off of a scalper. My first time dealing with a scalper. I didn't know what that life was like. I just mm-hmm. bought tickets, and he was like, yo, I got you right now. Went to the door, and they was like, no, get the fuck out of here. So I went to go back to 161st Street and look for the person that sold me that motherfucking ticket because I was very hot. I was extremely mad. I stood out there for like an hour, bro. I was just standing on the corner. They broke out, and I actually called them on my way back to the train station, and... Yeah, that was a day to say the least. That was my first time dealing with a scalper. So he sold you a fake ticket? Mm-hmm. How the fuck do they reprint this shit? It should look exactly like my ticket. Like it looked exactly like, it, mind you, this was, I want to say, what, 2013, 12 or something like that? Don't fact check 2000, me. 2000, I'm going to tell you. So the stadium opened in 2009. I think it the was home right, to home was, right home was that. around that area, yeah. around that time. It was right after that. So it was around 10 something years. So, so I was he remembers solo Jones. I was ignorant. I was young. I was dumb. <laughs> this is pre-beard me. You feel me? This is this is this was a long time ago. I didn't even know. I didn't know nothing about life. I was a novice young man. So I was on one sixty first, just fighting niggas over my money. I was like, yo, now I want my two hundred dollars. So I spent like two hundred dollars. She got me. Fake yeah, bro. But I made like I ever go hold you. I made like six fifty that day. So you day. broke even? No, I made more money than well, you I sold lost. The original? Yeah, yeah, because so you... I made. But it's the principle, though. It was my first time taking that type of L. I'm from the Bronx, bro. Nobody gonna hit no lick like that on me and not, bro. I had to fight him. I was in the train station, like, like tunnel vision, bro. It was crazy. Yeah. Damn. Not good times, bro. This is how we start our story. We're going to introduce you to exactly <laughs> who the fuck I am. This is the most dustiest you are now live with, Rick H, a.k.a. Solo Jones. <laughs> Solo Jones. My name is Solomon Jones. Solothia so there's a story Jones. about you meeting uh, 
Russell Simmons and Paul Rosenberg. That's a fact. And you kept mentioning your name to them. Yeah, because y'all going to remember the fuck I am before I leave <laughs> out of here. Because if there's one thing I know how to do in this world is be absolutely annoying. So that's it. That's exactly what it was. No, it wasn't like that. I, I'm, I think I'm, it's kind of genius, though, to keep was, throwing your name in there yeah, that way. Like, it was it was a joke. Mm-hmm. It, was, it made a, I, I did it so much that it was it was funny to me after a while. I was like, yo, I'm going to count how many times I'm going to say my name to this guy, <laughs> and we're going to keep scoring tally. So after a while, it, when when he was like, all right, you know what I mean? Because it, mm-hmm. was, it was funny to the people around us. So, yeah. So now nah, you're going to know who the fuck I am when you sees me again. I'm sure Paul Rosenberg hasn't forgotten. Yeah, how, no. How'd you get into music though? Let's let's get to the first of all. I got to give you props on uh, Thank you. traffic. Thank you. The originality of the video. I was just talking about this. Appreciate you. The way it was shot. Um, I'm a huge fan of of Spike Lee. Thank you. <clears throat> Obviously, I know that was an influence of the video. Yeah. Did you think of the record? Because when I was listening, my first thought was, was he stuck in traffic? And he was just like, absolute fucking fact. So I kind of felt <laughs> was <laughs> absolutely because you're kind of mentioning uh, mentioning all the little nuances of it and and just the way you also shot the video was fire. So how did the record come about? Um, I was on the West Side Highway, mm-hmm. and it was one of those. It's one of those like bumper to bumper. Yeah, I was bumper to bumper. I could actually sit down. I just finished smoking. I was sitting down. Now I heard the beat for the first time, and that's exactly how it came out. And everything that I saw with my eyes is what I wrote onto paper. Mm-hmm. So, and how did like you? I'm pretty sure you laid the record down, and then you had the idea automatically to shoot from the mobile. Like I don't even know. That was the first time it was done in film when Spike did it. Yeah. I don't even know what you call that shot or, or, or the dolly where, shot. The dolly shot. That's what like it's called. That. Yeah, the dolly, the do, the slow dolly shot. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually had the idea of doing it as I was writing the song mm-hmm. because I had just finished watching. Uh, I forgot which do movie. Do the right thing. It, it was one of those. I don't know if it was mm-hmm. Do the Right. It was one of those movies from back, and uh, I think it was the Lawrence Fishburne had uh, a had a similar shot, and his was in color, and it was outside. And I was like, wouldn't this be cool if you just like emulate this for like a whole music video and just, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I, I clearly could have just put put myself in my car and shot that shit, mm-hmm. but it was more fun to be like, yo, I'm gonna. It's make more this. an effect of yeah, I'm gonna make this fake video. Mm-hmm. I want you to feel like I'm in a car, mm-hmm. but I want to emulate the exact dolly, the exact looking of you, the exact five five miles per hour feel. Mm-hmm. I just want to do that throughout the whole video, throughout the whole video, exactly what I feel. So. I so, think it came out great. I had to give you props on that because the creativity, um, and I heard that that was all your idea, all yeah. your thing. So yeah, I'd be directing this shit. So okay. it's a it's a dope record. Shout out to Kels. Kels shot that. Kels is the man. And I, you also, you were at the Hip Hop Advocates recently, and they were talking about your lyricism. Guy. My guys, them, the spitters. I wasn't able to do the uh, show and proof because I don't rap anymore. <laughs> I'm just a fat, chubby guy now that cracks jokes. That's just that's my role. You got What did you say on that? You said know your role, know your niche. Yeah, stay in your stay in your place. That's that was, my niche. Damn, what was he talking about? He said he said something about a kangaroo, and I and I saw the playback footage, and I was like, damn, yo, that's that's a a good space to to say get in your pouch and stay in your pouch. But but we didn't say that. <laughs> back, but it was, that was a great interview, man. Shout out those guys. I love those guys. I definitely want to do work with them again in the future. And I want to do a song with them too. They nasty. 
Yeah? Yeah, they spit. So so how'd you get into music? Who was the influence? I, I hear some Nas in there. Is Nas in there? Nas actually just walked up to me when I was a baby, and he was like, your name is Solomon Jones. You're going to be an artist. And I was like, all right. I was one years old, and I just nodded my head. I gave him a dap, and he walked away. Then, boom, I had a beard, and I walked in the studio and recorded my first song. <laughs> <laughs> now we here together. <clears throat> Nas could be your godfather. He You're both Joneses. Yeah, that's a fact. That's an absolute fact. No, but how, how'd you get into uh, um, the music? You really want to know a real life, like an actual Yeah, I want to know the act, I have the like why. Two, I got two stories. I got the, the PC story, the story that I tell people. Like, ah, no, no, no. I want to know the why. Yo, dogs, I was in eighth grade and somebody fucking, I was writing raps because I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. And somebody was like, yo, you not nice. You feel me? And, and I was like, what you talking about now? All right, so let me paint this picture for you. Mm-hmm. I'm in eighth grade, right? Niggas is not cool, but niggas is not whack. Niggas mm-hmm. is in right in that middle space where you just like coasting by. You don't get the bad, the bad bitches, but you That's also me. don't get the whack bitches. You just kind of get like the, you get the stragglers that that could have been bad. That look. God damn, me you know and you was mean? classmates. I was I was running them shits <laughs> up. You feel me? I was, numbers on the board with those. You feel me? But um, so I, I was just cruising along. And you know, and one of the cool kids that I was in school with, he he saw me writing raps in class, and he was like, "Yo, you not nice." And then he 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 challenged, he challenged to me to a, a battle, a battle in the eighth, right there, eighth, in grade? The eighth grade, right? So listen, wow. So it got crazy because it was like, "Yo, you y'all gonna have now? We in eighth grade. We went to a Catholic elementary school. Ain't nobody battling. Wait, there. wait, it wasn't wait, like, wait. Yeah, I went, I went to a Catholic <laughs> elementary school too. Yeah, so, I went to Incarnation and watched the Heights. I went to St. Dominic's on on um, White Plains wow. Road. That shit, that school is no longer. I don't think so. But I mean, Solo Jones. Yeah, the same person. <laughs> I try to tell you, my name is Rick Fucking H. <laughs> The A stands for Jodiendo, coñazo. <laughs> <laughs> so he tried to battle you. He battled me, and it became like, well, he he challenged to battle me, right? And it became this big thing. Everybody around the school is, it's lunchtime. We actually in the cafeteria, right? Everybody's there. All the grades is there. And, um, and we battled each other. He did his first, and I did my second, and I cleared the fucking room. And it was my first time actually doing that shit in person, doing it out loud. I never rapped for other people. I was just you didn't get nervous. I mean, of course you get nervous. It was my first time spitting in front of everybody. I was Mm. it was twelve year old kid. But you had done the verse before to yourself. So you had some nah, practice. Bro, nope. I, nah, that happened at like eight o'clock in the morning, and we started. We had a battle Who's at lunch. Battling, rap battling on bacon. Yeah, yo, it was crazy for us. Yeah, it was like no yo, waiting. Yo, let me get my tostada and my coffee in first. Yeah, bro, I had like three periods to write my rap and get it together, so we get to the lunchroom and start cooking each other. And I flamed you, boy. Oh my god. Do you remember the verse? Absolutely not. That's that. My memory would be fucking impeccable if I remember that shit, bro. I'd be yo. Somebody told me a rap that they wrote in in the eighth grade. I'd be like, you fucking lying, bro. You you not you not remembering that shit unless you. Unless I got you, you right shit. now. If you got a rap that you wrote in the eighth grade, you it's are, not in the eighth grade. I was gonna say you plus thirty, bro. I know damn well you don't. Thirty eight years old. I think I wrote this when I was twenty two. <laughs> right here we go. For me and my team, ain't no ladder to climb because uh-huh. ain't no other. Possessing skills like mine. Now stop, look, listen. Top dollars, new edition. Uh. I don't remember the rest of the verse. I just know that when I went into that song, people loved the way I just, because nobody. He said top dollar, new edition. edition. Niggas love the way I Stop, look, listen. Top dollars, new edition. Uh. That was 
2000. So I remember the piece of it. I, can I get half a credit? You did well. Half a credit for half a raffle? Uh, ben. So, yeah. Um, so we had that battle, and uh, I cooked your boy. I'm not going to say his name, but when I do get a Grammy, I will. Um, oh, I would love on, that. On stage, I would say, I would be like, yo, bro, this is for you, because I wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't this for you. This is for you. That ass. Um, for getting me riled up right before I had my Frosted Flakes. And yo, honestly, I'm going to be all the way live with you. This is the first time I've ever told this story. I've never told this, this story to other people. This is why I'm here. People. I'm trying to bring yeah. you into this. Like, this when niggas ask me, how'd you start rapping? I literally give them some cockamania-ass story. I just be like, yo, I fell from the sky, my nigga, on the stage, and I had a... You know I like I mean? the Nas story better, yeah, though. Yeah, you Nas. know what I mean? I just, pick it, I just pick it up how I pick it up. But that's a real-ass story. Mm-hmm. And I that day gave put so much juice and such a battery in my back. Because for one time, it was like the first time that I felt not accepted, but on my own. I felt like, yeah, I did that. I felt like I nobody here can see me. It was my first and only battle in eighth grade, but I felt like the champion of what I did mm-hmm. at that one time. And yeah, that was the juice. And shit, I've been out here ever since. So good looks, my guy. I'm gonna see you and Thank you. get you a car in like ten years. Thank bro. you, Cletus Daniels. Cletus Daniels <laughs> is responsible for solo jokes. We gonna call him Cletus. Cletus Daniels. CD. You the man. CD. Thank you, CD, CDs. for making me make these CDs. I appreciate. You. Actually, I appreciate that because I've been trying to figure out what I'm gonna call him because I'm gonna talk about this in a in a Cletus Daniels. Cletus Daniels. Cletus Daniels. Where I like that because. Or we could change it to Clarence Daniels. Clarence reminds me of the kid from Eight Mile. Yeah. What's his name? Fucking Clarence. Man. Your real name's Clarence. Clarence's parents have a real good marriage. He's an Avenger now. Oh my God! And that's What's all the I can think about. Uh, actor's name? Pop. Yeah, Papa Doc. But what Papa is he Doc. like? He's like Wingman or some shit in the fucking. No, Avengers. he's he's Falcon. He who turns into Captain America. I said Wingman. Uh, wingman. A wingman is what you use at a bar when you're trying to pick up chicks. Yeah, he's he is Captain America. So it was the first time after after that you went straight. Eighth grade, you went straight to the studio, start making records immediately, like type shit. Um, yeah, kind of. Well, you just made songs and whatnot, and mm-hmm. then high school, high school, you just can you continue making songs. You jump from studio to studio until you find your niche, until you find the people that you want to work with. I found my guy. I found my brother L, um, Elijah, in high school, and I was with Elijah yesterday mixing down my song. Like that's how we hold each other down. Like once you find For your sure. people, so, you stick. You stick along. What's your people. first rap name? Murderer Jones. Stop, we're, or... not, we're not going to talk about that. Yeah, I'll yeah. give you mine if you give me yours. Uh, I'm about to make one up because if I, I tell you, no, 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 no. I tell you about you already told me the real story. It's embarrassing, bro. It's hard. You know how hard it was trying so, to erase that shit from the fucking internet, bro. You know how big the fucking internet is, man. You know how many places I still, I still Google that name and I still find shit. And I'd be like, damn, man, how the fuck do I get? Well, this let me know now so we can. Google it. Absolutely and, not, uh, bro. Nah, I'm going to tell y'all. I'm not going to tell y'all. I'll think about it. I might just spill it like out of All right, way. so my first <laughs> rap name was Rick Dollars. Right? See, that's good. It went from Rick Dollars to Rick Dollar to Rick H, because nobody could pronounce, pronounce my last name, I feel like that's to Pretty normal, Ricky. That's what you're rocking out with now? No, I, I, I'm not. I don't make music anymore. I think you should just spend with the Pretty Ricky, bro. I think that's... Pretty Ricky? The yeah. Pretty Ricky show. The prettiest. 
I mean, and that's how you started. You start like every show like the prettiest. The prettiest. <laughs> Fuck around. This, I'm dead ass gonna start this episode like that. <laughs> let's let's cut and just start all over, yo. This is the <laughs> this is the prettiest. Sitting to you live with Salotius Von Jonius. So first. can I can I guess? Did it have the Jones in it? Nah. No. Nah? nah. Why are people so ashamed of the first rap? Like Jay Z, he took bad. it from Jazzo. And that's not even my first. The one that I'm embarrassed about most is like is my second rap name too. Oh my god! My first actual rap name. You just digging a grave. You just, I just yeah. need to know now. Yeah, my first one wasn't even that bad. It was like Mister, <laughs> you know, it was it was like Mister P or something, and it was like based off like I, I watched a lot of Quentin Tarantino movies when I was a kid for no reason. You're like a years, very cinematic <laughs> person. I was like ten years old, and I knew Reservoir. I knew the the whole lines to Reservoir Dogs up and down. It was like one of my favorite movies and I was legit like a child. It was like, what is wrong with you for knowing this movie in and out? It was weird as shit. But I Nothing did. wrong with that. I was 10 years old. Nah, I watched Reservoir Dogs like a ten plenty years, of ten, times in the bro, at 10 years old, cable you box. Be, you should be like doing uh, Power Rangers and shit. You feel me? You should be like on CBS 11. You should be watching Zoom. Come on. Zoom. Come on. I wasn't doing none of that shit, my nigga. I was watching motherfucking horror movies. And, you watching and the Death professional. Horror. Yeah, bro. I was watching motherfucking Hannibal Burris and shit at nine. Like, wow. Why he does that? I was so interested. Yeah. Weird time. I mean, it's not that bad. Similar upbringing. I watched a lot of films growing up. But you're really into films. Because you're mentioning movies that are like they're not like, they're like a real movie fan will know I said Hannibal, Reservoir Dogs. I said Hannibal Bur- Burris. Burris, that's the comedian. Yeah, that's the comedian. You meant Hannibal, you meant Hannibal Lecter. the Lecter. <laughs> okay. I, yeah, I smoke a lot. So <clears throat> you went into the studio, you found your guy, you found your, your. so what is your niche? Shout out Al. Um, what is a niche per se? I, I know what a niche is, yeah. but. As an artist, like what do you feel like your hardcore audience expects from your music i have no fucking idea which is why i do everything Mm -hmm. is why i wake up with a different mask every day some days i want to make pop music and find four of the motherfuckers to dance behind me Mm -hmm. some days i wake up and i'm the illest trap lord and i make songs like infamous and i make Mm -hmm. songs like where they're just in your face hard rap shit some days i wake up feeling like key glock and shit and i just want to stand there and make Gang signs all day and just bop. It really just depends on where you at in this world and where you at in this time. As of recently, I'm into the things that make me move, mm-hmm. my spirit, my, that make my spirit feel moved. Excuse me. I'm into things that make me feel something, mm-hmm. make me think about things. So I want to rec- create things that make people feel things. So now I'm in, I'm, I'm in a soul space. So I'm glad you mentioned that. Because before anybody did it, that artist that went viral on TikTok, whatever one of the greatest, na, 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 you were ah. one of the first people that I saw. You did something to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Eniko? Yeah. Yeah, that's her name. I think Do you remember her. what you did to it? Yeah. No. <laughs> I wanted to hear it right now. I mean, I remember, but I would. I I don't remember it. I mean, I remember it, but not off the top of my head. I write a lot of raps, bro. I'm a lot. Studio. Yeah, I'm in the studio like every day. But you killed that also. Thank See, you. See, I, I made references to three things. That Thank you. People should go back and, and yeah, you check should. Too. Yeah, go go see that. Definitely check. You were one of the first people to do that. That's why I thought it was because the it had just it had just went viral. She moved me. When I seen it for the first time, I watched it. And I remember. I remember. I hope watching she's it like getting paid time. because a lot of people have have yeah. jacked it and 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 
done their own thing. She's a monster. I, I like her a lot. I think she's pretty dope. Shout out to her. So let's say I'm an A&R and I'm like, Solo, I want to put a project together with you. Damn it, I'll be like, what you want to do? You just, you have an idea of what you want in Hell that yeah. album? Hell yeah. I'm making music that's going to move people, whether that mm-hmm. be spiritually, whether that be mentally, whether that be physically, mm-hmm. on your toes. Because I want to make people dance too. I got dance records that's about to come out. I'm very multifaceted, bro. Like, mm-hmm. this next song that we're prepping is a fucking pop song. I'm prepping a song called Tequila Tangeray. Hopefully, it comes out Tequila really soon. Tequila Tangeray. And it's not, it doesn't sound like anything that I've done before. It don't sound like Not like any, 30 piece, not like. It don't have any of those vibes. It, it has like mm-hmm. a pop Latin vibe. There's, there's, there's Spanish guitar on it. You mm-hmm. feel me? It doesn't sound like anything I've done prior. But that's where I was at when I made it. And I love that song. So I'm put it out. What I feel is how I feel. I might come out with a hard, heavy metal song in a couple of weeks. Who knows? How you feel is how you feel. You know, can't dictate the jokes you that you are, write. Uh, no, you, you can't. can't. You can't dictate how the feelings that that come up when you wake up in the morning. The vibes dictate themselves. The energy will always dictate itself. And I'm a firm believer of following it. I'm a firm believer of following through. And, and walking with whatever energies are handed to you. We can't dictate anything in this world. Everything is already written for us. So as long as you know that, you walk through with you walk with a certain salute light. to that man. Salutations. I, I really, I really do feel that. That's serious. Not only really drink on the pod now because my producer he be looking at me like I'm crazy. But let's fuck it. Let's get drunk. But on that the was that was that was that was great. So favorite joint you written so far? Give me one. Favorite song. Mm-hmm. Full body do rag, full body do rag. Why, my friends? I like I like doing things that are fun. I love my own music. I love doing my own music. I do my own. You know, we do great with that. You know, I do powerful shit things. Oh yeah, you know, soul shit. But with them, we just have fun. We have fun. We don't have. We don't care. There's no pretenses. There's no. There's no. Oh, we gotta sound like this, or we gotta give mm-hmm. them this. Or we. It's none of that. It's. We having, we're just having fun. This yeah. is the vibe we're on. And we, we laugh. We, sometimes it's hard to make records because we're sitting in a room laughing for three hours. And you know what I mean? <laughs> it, it's hard to get records done <laughs> because we're sitting there bullshitting and laughing with each other. But <clears throat> if that's not what making music is about, then I don't want to fucking make music. So after these records come out, right? That's an OD line. I'm still making. And everybody's like, "Oh my God, Solo Jones! I need to do a record with you. You're so gorgeous! Like, oh my God, the price has gone up. Who who's that first artist that like? If I can say any artist right now, dead or alive? Any? Any artist, dead any, or alive? Any at all that you want to do a record with? For, I'm I'm gonna tell you my business answer. I want to do a song with Drake, obviously. Okay. I mean, I mean, that's a... That's like the... Who doesn't yeah, at this point like, right bro, now? Bro, come on. You, Besides you, him. That, I don't think he should be included in it. <laughs> him or Bad Bunny. Damn, that would, be, that would be the number two answer, I guess. That's that's the business answer right there. Like, you you do a Drake record, you 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 solidifying yourself in a certain light. Well, at least as much as you but can. But you, know? you know the record's going to be fire. Yeah. Either way, with both artists, like Bad Bunny or him. Yeah. It's like, you're going to go into the studio, you guys are going to get into vibing. But besides them two, because I think those two, oh, they're very man. easy. See, those these things can <clears throat> these things get dictated by where you're at in life at that time. So you Grammy nominated 
Solo Jones at this point <laughs> in time. Right? Grammy oh, nominated, working on the second record, and you know your management is getting calls from different artists, and you could pick, and I could pick and choose. Yeah. Artist or producer? Oh wow! All right, first we're gonna start with producers because that's the rapper. Rappers love. It, 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 when I was making music, oh, do a song with him? Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. I just watch. There's different producers and engineers I want to work with. Yeah, yeah. Because when you're in the studio, that's what creates the vibe. Um. So give me your producers then. <clears throat> then we'll go to the. All right. Pharrell Williams off Rip. Um. Teddy Riley off Rip. Teddy Riley. Yeah, wow. I said it. I said that. Um, Timberland off rip. Um, I'm gonna get weird. Trent Reznor off rip. I don't know if you know who that is. Nine Inch Nails. Come on, dog. Off this rip. Is... Um, who are you talking to? Let's think. Let's think. Let's think. Now nah, I'm, I'm a hard bro. I'm a man. Of how about the world. how about Mike Shinoda? Mike Shinoda is a great producer. Um, damn. Let's think. Shit. Uh, yeah, bro. There's there's a lot of people I would love to sit down and just pick the minds of mm-hmm. like. Quincy Jones, you know what I mean? Like, oh why God. would you not want to be in a room with with somebody as as fascinating as somebody that has all these stories and that can tell you about life and and the shit that they experienced growing up? Like, tell me about tell me what it was like, you know, doing Thriller. You feel me? Like, tell me like, what it was like playing with monkeys with Michael Jackson, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean, was he weird about it? Give me the intimate stories. I need to know the like. This, <laughs> I want to know about the time y'all snorted cocaine off a hooker's ass cheek. Like I just, I that, just want to know about the weird shit, bro. Please, you know. Yeah. So damn, I take it there. That, no, that's beautiful. I, <laughs> be a fly in those rooms. Yeah, you feel me? I, I, I just want to know. <clears throat> I want to know what that life was like. If I can <clears throat> sit down in a room with Teddy Riley for a little bit and him talk about where he was at. During the Dangerous album, mm-hmm. or where he was at during, you know, the New Jack swing era, or you know, just I just want to know about those stories. You know, I'm a child. I'm a I'm a child. I'm a student first mm-hmm. before anything else. So, what's one thing that if we look on your phone, you're gonna give me your artist after this question because I just thought of this. I was gonna say porn immediately. So, no, 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 music wise, music wise. That somebody's gonna be surprised. Like, oh shit! You listen to this, to this artist? <laughs> Did you just say a porn star's name? <laughs> nah. Okay. I said still porn. <laughs> still porn. Damn. Um, the, yeah, Man, don't listen to music. He he don't even watch the porn. He listens to the porn. Listen to it. I, I score this shit. I'd be like, you, you know what? It sound great here. He's trying to be <laughs> the next. Damn. What's the name of that? That uh. That he does scores. He does it for uh, Chris Nolan all the time. Fuck, man. What's his name? Damn, I know exactly who you're talking about. This oh, my, my God. Cabo, you're going to have to cut this piece out. That name, man. I know exactly who you're talking about, too. Hans song. Zimmer. You're trying to be the Hans Zimmer of porn movies. Okay. You me? Yeah. Um, you going to judge me? No, I'm not judging Go I ahead. don't care if he was gonna judge me anyway. I was just gonna. <laughs> I listen to Wild Holler Notes, bro. Okay. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Nah, I listen to like a ridiculous amount of Holler Notes. I be like waking up singing Man Eater and shit. So that's I don't call it weird. It is what it is. No, it's, fuck, it's, punch it's not weird. It's just so you know how people <laughs> right. They'll view you as a rapper. They feel like oh, all you listen to is rap music. Nah, I go to the gym five days a week, bro. 
Let me tell you something. You'll be working out to Hall and Oates. Now that's... Nah, that's not something I do. Because Hall and Oates stays... Hall and Oates stays in a BPM category. They stay in between 60 and about 60, okay. 90, 100, and 100. Man knows and, his music. And I got to stay in a space at 120 or better than my BPMs. Because yeah. I, I run a lot. I do high-intensity work. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, I might be... I might be standing there and you see me hoking out and I'm ah and I'm shaking my hands and the whole time that shit might be a fucking NSYNC song and I won't care and I'll be singing the shit out loud. It's gonna be and oh, who the you, fuck gonna do something about it? I'm, nothing. Yeah, no, nah, you feel me? And it's it is gonna be of, me. It is kind of what it is. I don't really give a fuck. I punch people. So you work out to NSYNC. That's beautiful. Joe Budden's my favorite rapper, not my favorite podcaster, but. In Slaughterhouse, the person that I felt that got highlighted the most was Crooked Eye. And it made me appreciate him so much more. That super group, man, it could have did some... Highlighted because... I don't even want to talk about Slaughterhouse no more. Just the potential, I still see it, man. We highlighted Crooked Eye, you know, me and my group of friends, because he was the Cali artist that we wasn't unaware that was the spitter. We didn't know, like, you know, we, we was aware of Crooked Eye, but we didn't know how hard he went until he was around these other syllable counters, these other triple-tongue spitters. Mm-hmm. And, and and we heard him go off, and it was like, excuse me, Cali? Like, he's from Cali, right? Yeah, yeah he's from Cali. like, excuse me, you know what he's I mean? He's a crip. Like, like, we didn't know, and it meshed so well, and that's why Crooked Eye Detroit, to me. Jersey, Brooklyn, LA. Crazy group. Not no longer. Great. Joe Budden said he will never rap again. Stupidly too, because he was in top five lyricists in his time. And but like people make fun of him, his music career, but now they appreciate his podcasting career. Which is stupid because they should be appreciating what kind of content he brought out. Yeah. Like what what was the, the Joe Budden TV with Tahiri on it on YouTube? You remember you remember the the, the, the joints that you used to drop? What was it the love story shit? Ordinary that? Love, Ordinary part one. Love joint. Yo. He d- before that, I'll go even deeper. Like Joe Budden and the Clue mixtapes. I don't know what Def Jam did to Joey, but I even his I'll take that back. His first album was was pretty decent. Cause I, I like the record Calm Down. Um D Angie didn't make the actual record, but it made the mixtape. That was a good song. Mm-hmm. Ten minutes, amazing song. Mm-hmm. And like I just complimented you for traffic, for the record and the cinematography of it. Thank you. But 10 minutes, it was him as a smoker, a cigarette smoker. And he goes through just the idea and the creativity, like not spinning backwards. Shit like that is what I miss in hip-hop music. You know, we'll never have that again. We will. Ah, Everything runs in a cycle. I think about... Drill's having his moment right now. I think about when we had seven-minute songs, and we had extended versions of music, mm. and we had music that had breakdowns and music that had different versions, and just the care and the craft that we put into the production side, not even just the songwriting aspect, because mm-hmm. that's a whole other thing, but even just the production side of of making music, whether it be pop or hip-hop or jazz or whatever the case is, we put so much less care in 2023 and moving forward, we we put everything is so cookie cut. Everything is fast food. Even I'm I'm even guilty Social of it myself. Social media is a, a you know product I mean? of that, and that's what the environment has become. But I think there's still an audience for artistry. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's why uh, Walmart sells vinyl records now. 
because real music artists, real music fans, we were just talking about it during the break. I would love buying a CD because, hey, the music is great, but I also wanted to see the credits. Bro, I was a nerd. I I was a super nerd. I knew rappers' publishings. Yeah. I knew That's how much of a nerd I was. I and I knew who this. mixed down the record, who mastered it, who was the A&R. Like little languages like that, people didn't, the common music fan wouldn't know. Yeah, I knew what it was. You're a student. That's so, why. You, because you care about this. You care about this in a deeper light than just the actual song. That's, like, oh, that's shit. where we're from. We're, Fucking, we're, it, like people know Guru now, right? Because it's... Jay-Z obviously made him famous, but right. I knew, oh shit, he makes this shit down, this shit's going to sound crazy. Right. I remember when we found out about Kanye West before the world found out about Kanye West. We found, mm-hmm. about, we found out about Ye through the soul samples. Mm-hmm. Who's chopping these up? Why, why, why did Just Blaze all of a sudden switch his whole sound? Who the fuck is this Kanye guy that mm-hmm. got everybody on their toes? Because if you remember, if you remember that time period, you remember when Just Blaze had one sound, and then the next day he had a whole, excuse me, had a whole different sound. <laughs> and we knew why it was, we knew why it was going on from outside looking in, you know. And and these these things when you know you picked up the blueprint or you picked up, you know, who the fuck is you know, stuff? Hearts of the City was supposed to go to DMX. Yeah, dude, imagine what that would have sounded like. Imagine things like that always make me like. Damn, there was a song salivate. That, there was a song that, there was something that recently came out that was supposed to be a, a, not recently came out, but somebody was explaining that it was like a Beanie Siegel song or something. I forgot what song it was that was originally a Bean song. And I'm standing there like, yo, I would, I would pay dollar bills to see, to hear what Beans at his prime, at his heyday, what he would have done with that. And then there was another one, Girls, Girls, Girls was supposed to be a Ghostface killer song. Mm-hmm. I remember I would love to hear what that originally would have been like on that sort of chopped up sample. Woo, what? And who made that beat? That was like a Q-tip beat or some shit like that. Girls, girls, girls. That's another Kanye record. That's another Kanye record? So what was Q-tip's involvement in, on that record? Because I know, I know he had... I know he did something on that. He just played the keys, right? Yeah. Okay, copy. Yeah, I know, I know Tip oh had, my God. had some type of involvement. That's the type of nerd I am. Because I know that... I know. I, I remember who did this or who engineered or who just as simple as played the keys. Like, y'all know that Michael Jackson is on I the think Girls, 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 Girls remix? I think also one of the ones. Yeah, Michael Jackson has vocals on the Girls, Girls, Girls Is it Bismarck and, and Q-Tip that are doing Girls, Girls in the vocals too mm-hmm. on the chorus, I think? Yeah, Biz is on there. Uh, I think Slick, uh, Slick Rick is on there. Yeah. That's nerd shit for you, bro. We really students of this shit. I just, I don't even know what to ask you now. because This is why girls be looking at us, be like, oh, yeah. And I'd be like, shut up, you don't know. what is people's (laughs) response? Oh, I'm I'm a rapper. You're a model also, because by the way, I've seen my man. They just like me because I'm pretty, bro. It doesn't really matter what I would say. Oh, you a rapper? Oh, I want to hear one of your rappers. What's the the song you recommend a fan that's not a fan of you? Like a music, a person that's like, oh, I want to hear one of your songs. I would tell somebody listen to Traffic. Traffic? I would tell somebody listen to either Traffic or Apollo, because I feel like it's, it, it's dim enough to where you understand. Oh, I got it. I'm gonna do it. You understand why? Ethnicity wise, right? Huh. Latina girl comes, right? Oh, yeah. She's into Bad Bunny. Oh yeah. Give me a solo me Jones record that I want to hear. Tequila Tango Ray coming okay. soon. Okay. All right. <laughs> White girl. Oh my God, you're a rapper. Oh, uh, what song do you have out that I can listen to? Tequila Tango Ray. 
All, all the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, white dude, you're a rapper, dude. White guy. What? what infamous. Can I look infamous? Uh, okay. The off my lap. Watch me pick it up, bitch. That's it. And, and then, then Latino dude. Oh shit, you rap, bro. <laughs> Oh, I no, that's not more Latino. Like <laughs> I was about to say, an Indonesian man walks up to you <laughs> in the middle of Pakistan. <laughs> what do you say you do with your life? I am a firefighter. Do you do you identify as a rapper or artist? I identify as a monster truck first Mo- and foremost. Mon- a monster truck first and foremost, and then wow. second. Digest that. <laughs> and then second, I, I identify as a musician. Musician. I, I don't I for a while I didn't like the term rapper. I, oh. I if anything I resent I'd be like, don't fucking call me that. I'll beat you up. I'm, Why? I'm an artist. You're a spitter though. Yeah, no, I'm a spitter. Now like, I embrace it. Now it's like, nah, I rap circles If I listen me. to your music, but, what I take from it immediately is you're one you're a lyricist. Yeah. Yeah, now. Now we're Because it's quality. But at, Poetry at, behind music. At, at the time when I when I would feel offended by being called a rapper, it was because we wanted to be so much more than that. Because we knew what a rapper entailed, the box that they put us mm-hmm. in. It was like, nah, bro, I sing records too, and nah, bro, I can make oh, shit, Solo Jones I can sings. do this instead of what you of what you normally think. When I I used to tell people rapper, be like, oh, you're a rapper, and they would automatically put me. In a rapper in the space, and I didn't like that shit. I That's why I stopped being a rapper too, bro. Because like I'm, I'm so much they couldn't that. get ri- they couldn't get past this light skin, you know, pretty it's set boy. Up for you already, bro. They weren't ready for it. it you was know, already set up. Big Punk ready. came out. He's big boy, Puerto Rican rapping, and a Dominican light skin guy. There was no market for me, and then, so I had to quit. And then Pretty Ricky just dropped, so yeah, it couldn't be two Pretty Rickies in the game. It was gonna be crazy for somebody. Somebody was gonna have to. Perish. That's why I quit. That's my story. We got time, though. to it. We got time. We back. I'm going to ghostwrite your next joint, bro. <laughs> I got you. That's one thing, though. I never let anybody ghostwrite my shit. I don't know. That's just the lyricist in, in me. No, like, yeah. We, we have pride. We got. Yeah, I, we, we move a certain time. If I'm going to be on a song, I'm writing this shit myself. Yeah, absolutely. I can't, I can't see myself accepting lines or accepting, you know... It's just it's just not how we're it's just not how we're built. I gave you four bars you know earlier. Yo. You, you know what sucks about take that? It. No one cares. You know the, the the exact thing that we just said. I can't accept no bars or no. No one cares about that shit no more. We're in a space where it's like, bro, if you don't this, accept this these bars, care. Vic cares. No, yeah, no, we care because we're, we're we're from a certain we're from a certain <clears throat> light. We're from a certain clause. Like we're built differently. We're built from that time. I think period. Drake's the only exception, you know? though. But in this time period, in this light, like my son don't care if I bring him music. My son don't give an absolute fuck who wrote this shit. If it's a bop or it's a vibe or it's not. Damn. And that's the reality of what life is. And until you get to the space where it's like, damn, I I should be able to accept a bar or this. And that's when you get to the next level because that's when you be able to openly work with as many people as you can. It sucks that that it's like that. But it truly is, and we're stubborn in ex- our we're, we're stubborn in our ways. For mm. I won't touch I won't touch something that somebody else I won't get. Don't send me no fucking reference. I'm not gonna do it, bro. It's not hard. But you can accept, not a reference, but like oh, like if a producer's making a beat, 
he kind of knows like what kind of vibe. He's like, yo, this is what I'm seeing in my head. You wouldn't take that. That's different. Then... We're building together. Okay. If you if you go if you come up to me and be like na 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 na, and I'm gonna come to you with bars. I'm gonna be like they were sitting at the counter. You know what I mean? That's 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 different. That's mm-hmm. that's molding and 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 building together. You gave me melody. I gave you bars to your melody. You did something I couldn't do. And you I guys did had sex. And God came in the room. And, and then now there's you gave a birth to traffic. Except that I didn't, I didn't. Unfortunately, I, I masturbated on traffic, so it was there was no there was no second party. There was. <laughs> you did the beat also, huh? You did the beat also on traffic. Um. All right. So the beat came from a, a friend of mine, um, who's a, who's a DJ and uh, he's a monster, and sent it out to me, and we got it cooking on there. Um, I still haven't met him yet, though. I would like to. Oh, my God. I just got a fucking crazy idea that just gave me an instant heart on. I would love to hear you on one of Jedi's beats. Jedi? I'm going to make that happen. Who's Jedi? (sighs) After after this episode, I'm going to play you some shit. He's only 18, and he's a fucking beast. Shout out to Jedi. I'm probably have him on the pod soon. Say that piece, Jedi. (laughs) His beats are just... Yeah, that's 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 a vision right there. Oh my god, I just I'm amused. Things happen here on the Rick A show that you know normally don't ever happen. I want to thank my guest Solo Jones or Rick H or whatever name he decides to go by yeah, this week. Uh, <laughs> Come to SOBs next week where you can see me, Rick H, performing live. <laughs> you, I hope he writes a record. I am Rick H or some shit like that. I would love that. I would literally. Uh, love I'm that. gonna do the the intro song here, <clears throat> and it will be completely in the first person, me telling my life as as Rick, Rick H. H. And I'll do a record <laughs> as Solo Jones. I think that shit is a fucking like hit. It, I feel like it's only right. I just need to <laughs> buy a fake beard. I mean, you got and it. shave the hair down. Uh, yeah, the hair and is... then get a little tan. Just not that a little, you know. Some tats. I got some tats too. I don't, I don't have any. You see, that's why AI comes into play. Yeah, got you. But I want to thank uh, my man Solo Jones uh, and, and my man Vic for coming through. Pow. Love, Check out you. Traffic is available on Apple right now. Listen, motherfuckers. Listen to all the fucking music. Don't stop at traffic. 30 listen, piece, listen to 30 piece. Listen to Apollo. Eminence, listen to Apollo. Listen to the shit that I did 10 years ago. Listen to the listen shit I did 10 minutes ago. Listen to the song featuring Rick H. Too. Listen, to, listen to Tequila Tank Ray because when it comes out, it's going to be your favorite fucking song that, that you ever happen? heard. I have no idea, but it's going to be Can very I get the unreleased soon. exclusive? We can play it as soon as we turn off these cameras. Okay. I, I actually it. give them to you. You can do whatever the All fuck right, you want. Cool. We actually use this shit on this episode. Who cares, bro? And we just make music and we're going to continue doing what we do I'll play at high frequencies, at high levels, at high volumes for the rest of our fucking life. If you don't like it, you're just going to have to stand there and watch us do what we do for the rest of forever because this is exact. We're going to set the trend. We're going to set the bar. We're going to set the way for everybody from here on forward. Get used to this face because you will know the name. The name is Rick H. Rick H. (laughs) (laughs) 